Jordan, you've been following uh, this uh, Craig Kelly stuff where he's sending people text messages about vaccines. What's he saying? Are we allowed to say it or will we get cancelled? Well, you can imagine what he was saying, but he was saying it as authorized by himself, Craig Kelly, under the uh, Palmer United Party. But there are, it seemed like, it seemed a little fake, but I don't know. Maybe it's real. Maybe he's going to be part of the Palmer Party. Look, it'd be a good move for him, wouldn't it? Mostly because they're fairly indistinguishable. The only way I could tell the difference between Clive Palmer and Craig Kelly is Craig Kelly looks like an aged boy band member that let himself go. It's got that that spiky hair. Uh, I'm sure he can bust a move. Oh, wait, someone's confirming. No, he has joined uh, United UAP. Really? I can't fault the decision on his end. Do you reckon because in heaven? Do you think it would have been smarter for him to stay independent, hopefully get elected, and then just side with Palmer? Like, is there a possibility that a fewer people are going to vote for him based on the fact that now he's uh, with the Palm, whatever the UAP? Oh Christ, yeah. But I think that what he and Palmer have figured out is he wants a seat, and Craig Kelly wants cash. Damn. I think that if he was running as an independent, he just gets squashed. But now that he's got unlimited money, he won't retain the seat, but he'll do better than he would have. What is what's what's Palmer's like freaking end plan it, with just constantly really quickly, injecting money for never getting any result out of it? Because he does get results out of it. Well, he got zero seats. That wasn't the aim. Well, it might have been the aim. Probably in his mind, he was thinking he was going to be the next prime minister. But (laughs) I think the secondary goal was to keep Bill Shorten out. And boy, howdy, did it do that. What what was Bill going to do to him that the other parties won't? Well, this is the whole thing. All those cucks, coal cucks that were whining about Adani... First off, they didn't understand the economics of it. They were too stupid to get the signal that Labor was putting out to the electorate, which, fair enough, most people don't obsessively follow Australian politics. But really what he was saying was he was trying to keep northern Queensland and southern Queensland happy by not really committing to either or, which made the perfect wedge issue for the media and the Greens, who deliberately stoked that and made it like, oh, I'm not doing anything about it, darling, not doing anything about it, darling. So Sky News could come out and say, they're doing something. They're, they're not, not doing something about it, darling. Disgraceful. So that was all happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on top of that, Clive Palmer was relentlessly running ads in Queensland, which is why they had such a poor result in Queensland. Um, but yeah, look, as Bill Shorten said to me once, he, he was so right about it. Stop Adani really did stop the Labor Party in that election. And there was no way out of it. That was a good wedge move by a a combined effort, really. I don't know if it was coordinated behind the scenes, but it sure did look like it between the Murdoch press, the Greens and Clive Palmer, because they were all narrowing in on that in Queensland. But what they all knew is that, uh, you know, Adani is something that a bunch of Green organizations use to extract money it's not going to ever pass the economics is 
not there. Um, but, but here's what did happen. Adani's not going to go ahead, but the Liberals approved dozens of new coal mines that the Labor Party most certainly would not have approved because there was no media pressure behind it. They could have just let those ones slide. And I think that Bill Shorten summed it up best when he just said, are they happy now? You know, I, I think this is a big problem with people. People think they're a lot smarter than they are, including myself. Speak I'm definitely another one of those. I think Ali probably is maybe one of the only human beings on earth that knows exactly how intelligent he is. He knows that his position in life is to be that backbencher in the UN, listen to a bunch of people, listen to translations of the guy in front of him talking in Pakistani and then listening back to the French translation. Uh, and then one day going to his UN car, turning the key and it being a car bomb. That, he know, you know that's supposed to be your life. A car bomb. <laughs> Dude, I have, I have a particular story to second that opinion. So one of the pod listeners, I'm not going to out her. Actually, I kind of don't even remember her name, but she messaged me a huge message miss, which yeah. was about um, all the apprehensions uh, of vaccines. Oh, shit. Um, different kinds of um, uh, points of view. And she right. she was asking me, which I still haven't replied to, but like she was asking me. Um, I trust your opinion because I've seen you on the podcast and you seem like a person that would be able to answer this question uh, mm -hmm. to my satisfaction. What should I do? Now, my problem is the only thing that I could think of at that point is I am not a good person to ask this question. <laughs> like, you really need to be asking a health professional because this is this oh, is way on. beyond my expertise. No, I, I, dude, I'm only the only person I'm going by is you. You're basically my doctor, so I, I can, I can. Relate I know, with but that. but this again tells, and look, I don't want to. This is part of the reason why I don't want to out her name, but I will respond to her in the most uh, appropriate fashion that I could. But you guys need to change your sources of information for particular things. Like you cannot be asking a political uh, youtuber slash podcaster about health vaccines like this is i disagree this is, this is telling me that there's a structural problem in what philosophers call your epistemology of how you access information and who which source you rely upon you're my main source but that's the thing miss i could be your main source for a few other things like if you wanted understanding about political economy or even if you wanted to get a basic idea of what the law says about in, in certain situations or certain yeah. issues relating to law. But even within that, if, buy you, hash in Karachi. Yeah, if you want to <laughs> buy dude, a hash you in Karachi, you just seem like the most knowledgeable dude I know. So like basically just tell me not if to get, you know, tell me what to do, damn it. Well, I I'm with am, her. I'm with her. I'm going to tell, uh, I'll, I will message her, but I will just recommend her to like seek appropriate advice from qualified professionals. Well, Ali, let's just cut to the chase here. AZ or Pfizer? Uh, either. 
That's not cutting. Well, there you go. You just gave unsolicited advice out. Uh, And everybody just take that. No, don't take it again. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Don't ask me. There's there's also a requirement for you to get health advice before you're taking AZ anyway. So you should probably do that. Jordan, that's not cutting the chase, mate. Anyways. Too many words, Ali. I just want to know which one I should take because... It's just annoying me. I want to go back and tour. Well, as they say, the best <laughs> vaccine is the one that is available today. Man, I'm gonna... that is some government program. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I, I don't want to go too into it because we're probably really going to get like, cancelled for it. Uh, and our podcast is going to get flagged, even though we're not saying anything in my I mean, opinion, it's kind of crazy. Like... No, Miss Love, you're not allowed to talk about this subject. You just keep stuffing your mouth with, I assume, the Kafka shit. <laughs> what? First of all, can you stop eating while you're live? No. <laughs> no, you can't? Well, it was worth a shot. You tried. You tried. I run this show now. Hey, someone's saying we should talk about it on the up late. How about that? We can talk about it on the up late. Yeah, true. We'll go, yeah, we'll go deep into it. Okay, that's a good idea. Whoever that was. Uh, Elders Millennial. <laughs> good idea. We'll do that. I wanted to talk about Miss Love's Gooch. What? I guess next week. Hey, there's always time for that, baby. <laughs> I'm really blurring the lines between up late and... <laughs> Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. do not. Um, game underscore grup said, Geordies, you'd appreciate Videodrome. It's basically about media-induced reality distortion. All right. So I think it's a. I think somebody it gave it to us in a sentence. Thanks, man. I think it literally is. God, he was really helpful. He oh, was like a librarian when you go in and say, um, "Do you have Cloud Street?" Mm, yes, we've got one copy. <laughs> Cloud Street. <laughs> All right, boys. Let's start. The... You went to an Australian library and they didn't have a copy of Cloud Street. The library should lose its license. What is it? It's just the most Australian book ever. Everyone's father has read Cloud Street, and that's why you two immigrants don't know it. Yeah. What the hell? Hey, we were we are supposed to start it, but Jordan, do you, boring girl just asked a question. I may as well ask if you know anything about it. Uh, coastal erosion happening in New South Wales Central Coast. Why would I know anything about that? Well, going- co- uh, from what I understand, coastal erosion just happens on every coast. Like it takes like hundreds of thousands of years for it to slowly erode mm-hmm. maybe there's like a something is causing it to speed up or whatever but sorry we don't know anything about it but we'll look up and we can talk about it later yeah ask us well you tell us about it boring girl i'm sure it's not boring sure it's not from an abc <laughs> yeah. hey guys sandy just messaged me and said i don't think i've ever seen or heard you on a pod not eating before no, stop stuffing your face. She's it's wrong. nearly over. No, it's so offensive. Honestly, I think watching me do a shit is less egregious. <laughs> the, 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 the insanity is nearly over, trust me. Uh, and he eats like such a Middle Eastern man having curries that getting a piece of naan and just going like... <laughs> One of those... <laughs> African countries in the desert where they go, I like it when we go out on <laughs> desert patrols. We get to eat fresh meat every day. 
<laughs> all right. You've been watching Anthony Bourdain. Oh, so you just used no, 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 Anthony Bourdain. He went out with a military patrol in like Mogadishu, did he? Yeah, he does that shit all the time. Yeah, he's always like he did that shit all the time. And he's always just, oh yeah, R.I.P. Anthony Which... Bourdain, the world's most boring man. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. He's, look, I like him too, but he's not wrong in terms of entertainers. He is the fussy tube of um, chefs. Like holy it, shit, what a dick cut! His 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 entry was really early, so he became the pioneer celebrity chef. But had he come into today's concentrated market, would he be anything? Question mark. Yeah, I think. What do you reckon? I don't even think he cut the mustard as one of those BuzzFeed try guys. Oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> He would have killed himself a lot earlier. Oh. <laughs> Can I? That's funny. I'll let that uh, sustain. <laughs> the internet will kill you guys. Well, Dude, can we, you're not going to make me kill myself if you keep eating this, love. I'm done. It's over. It's over. All right, let's start the pod. Not over. You're still going. Well, I can't spit it out. No, you still look at him. He's still going. It's not over. It's over. What are you doing now? Where's that hand going? It's empty. Oh my god, it's so offensive! You fucked little Afghani Taliban cave. <laughs> fucked little Talibani food. Doing it the same way they do of that, like yes. <laughs> You're offending our Muslim brother here, my friend. Yeah, sorry, I forgot. I'm on Schwarmer FM. <laughs> what else is going to be on Schwarmer FM? Then some beady weedy like Miss Love eating shawarma. Did we, did we, did we, <laughs> dude, we should actually start shawarma FM. Like now, I'm thinking should. it might be a good idea. It's hey. become quite a meme, and I don't remember how it started. Do you, Alu? Well, it was just Miss Love talking about how he wants to start a radio show <laughs> with me about Muslim stuff. <laughs> it's because of my Muslim beard, dude. Do you do you realize how quickly we'll get cancelled, though, Miss Love? Yeah, I know. Oh no, I'd get cancelled. You'd be, you'd be like, you'd be like propped up like a hero, like and this poor hero was yeah, subjected. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be Ben I'm Affleck. You'd be Sam Harris. He's weird. What was that? What was that? To who? You. What did you say? Unwillingly brought on against his will. <laughs> student Ali. <laughs> This horrible, horrible Croatian man. He's not even Bosnian. Boys, let's start the pod. We've got quite a few segments today. So, welcome let's to the Friendly Geordies podcast. Yay. We're well happy that gone. you have joined us today in Gladistan once again, where we're locked up. This beautiful. <laughs> that was a bad way to start. Sorry. Okay. First, actually. I have a lot of things on my agenda, but this is what I was focusing on before the pod started. So let's talk about that. Do you guys think that there is a civil war brewing up in Australia? <laughs> Genuine question. What do you mean by crisis? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, I mean is that clearly... This is really more of a Schwarmer FM uh, question, but I'll allow it, I guess. No, but I am the... I, I feel like... <laughs> and the only person who sort of talked about this a little bit was uh, Andrew Clennell, Uh to his credit, a few, uh, like a month back. But he was essentially saying, and what is now being realized, 
is that essentially you're going to have in this post-COVID, post-80% vaccination, fault lines between you'll have Melbourne and New South Wales that are going to be, and possibly some smaller states with them and the federal government, siding with the idea that once we've reached the, uh, the 80% vaccination threshold, then you open up and start treating COVID like the flu. And then there is the Queensland and WA argument that, no, that's not, it, it gives us added protection, but that is not a point when you open up. You open up when the cases are zero or as close to zero as possible, which seems to be impossible without lockdowns. So do you think that this, this struggle is going to intensify to the point that there's a civil war. Well, to the point where <laughs> like look, the purpose of lockdowns, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm not saying look, I'm not saying civil war in the sense that, but these are the things that lead to animosity. Because now we're talking about the possibility that by Christmas, people in New South Wales would be able to fly to New York, but not to Perth. Yeah, look. And Perth is the New York of Australia. How ironic. <laughs> well, I'd say I really do like the West Australia found a backdoor into seceding. They just, they, they want that and let them do it. No, come on. Why? I'm perfectly fine with there being two countries in a country that's, how big is Australia? I bet you it's like 70 Europes. It's massive. Yeah. It's hey, can massive. I suggest not naming it East Australia and West Australia? We tried to do that and it was a bad idea. Just saying. Why? Oh, Why? because East East Pakistan decided that it does not want to be, it doesn't want to have anything to do with Pakistan and became Bangladesh. Yeah, well, they should have learned their lesson, shouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, they learned their lesson by mm. having an economy that is outperforming Pakistan's economy. No. <laughs> yes. Oh, what the hell? Facts are facts. How did they get in on the, the playing field there? That's well, that's a very well, you know, that's probably time for another pod. I suppose we should just talk about the much more interesting place on earth, Perth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, what do you think's the best scenario there? Well, I think the best probably, scenario- look, I hate to agree with Gladys Berejiklian, but it's probably just live with it, die. You had a good run. Oh, <laughs> and, Bangladesh. and to be fair, that's going to be Melbourne's point of view as well, if not yet already. I, I seriously think that the way WA and Queensland are looking at it is flawed. And they will eventually learn when their cases... Look, you can almost see every state's opinion changing with the number of cases. So you had Dan Andrews, who was talking about how uh, and rightly, New South Wales lockdown isn't tight enough and there's we shouldn't be talking about uh, opening up. Vaccination rates are far ahead. We need to be focusing on zero. And now he's he's coming to the terms with the fact that even if you do exactly what you think is right, Delta will keep growing or stagnate. Now, we don't know where Victoria is going to end up. Hopefully it doesn't go uh, anywhere close to what New South Wales is. But there is a high possibility that it might. And once you reach that, then his opinion on opening up, it's already sort of transforming. It's evolving with his Ali, situation. As, uh, as you were saying before, you're more than qualified to talk about COVID <laughs> on a medical level. Um, this is not a medical level. This is an administrative level. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're a doctor, you're qualified in it. That's why you're doing your Juris Doctorate in law now because you're getting overly qualified. <laughs> but mm. It's all true. Do you think that variants will just keep ricocheting around the world and it'll just keep getting more and more intense and the vaccines won't work and eventually we'll all die? Um, that, <laughs> that's not, that's, un, again, this is way out of my expertise and I'm going to preface this, but that is likely not to happen. <laughs> eventually this, this isn't this, studio 10 is it fuck sorry go on that's probably not but you know what is actually a big concern oh as if you don't think that's a concern no that is a concern I'm but i'm concerned think so. by that it's not as doomsday as you think so that happened with the spanish flu uh exactly the way you're talking about that like it kept circulating in most countries without vaccines but it took years but eventually it uh viruses and like extreme turbocharged viruses do have a life like they can spend years but they can eventually reach a point where it's like the flu like every human being eventually develops immunity or if you're not immune from it then you develop like herd immunity that protects people that aren't uh, infected by it anyway but that usually happens once most people have been infected and it takes years and a lot of casualties but the concern right now is that we're trying to like uh stop that before it takes those five years of everyone getting infected by it and we're doing that through vaccination now there is a scenario that most of the first world gets vaccinated but most of the third world is not so the virus keeps circulating uh in high numbers in developing countries and that would give it room for more mutations so what you ideally want is not just your country to be vaccinated but all countries to be vaccinated. And that gives you a shot, not a guarantee, but a shot. Well, do you know anything about Israel, Ali, at all? Yeah, I know. located on a map? (laughs) Israel. What do you mean in terms of... No, 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 I asked the wrong person about this. You're the expert, aren't you? Correct. Israel is a small island. That you don't know how to pronounce Israel correctly, do you, Ali? You you don't even know how to pronounce fucking Olympics correctly. You don't know how to pronounce. (laughs) You don't know how to pronounce Israel. It's pronounced Palestine, dickhead. (laughs) Most feet in the house, (laughs) y'all. Come on, in another life. Looking at Ali, BuzzFeed would be in the house. We're just lucky we saved him. BuzzFeed <laughs> is in the house. But anyways, look. Dude, we... dude, you know, you know. apparently, isn't the whole deal in Israel that they're figuring out that the vaccine only has a shelf life of about six months? Seven months, yes. Wow. Well, that's all my fears are laid. No, no, well, no. But like it has, it has reduced <laughs> efficacy. It has um, a reduced uh, level of immunity, not complete. Well, how much is reduced? 80%? I don't know. Again, this is going into trajectory, which I'm not qualified for, but I can tell you it's reduced. Well, I'm sure that this all helped uh, nudge Miss Love along to getting vaccinated. <laughs> the <laughs> thing is, US... <laughs> I'm not going to comment because... All that'll happen is the stream will go beep. 
Look, then, let's like, talk about this on the up late, and we can go into details. <laughs> and I won't be too scared to talk about it, even with my uh, non expertise. Okay, can we all at least admit it is very scary the censorship that can happen through this? Yes, censorship. yes, that we can all agree. But okay, now moving on to a different topic COVID we'll talk about lab theory. <laughs> What is that? COVID lab leak theory. Please, Ali, can we just skip this one? Can we? Let's. Okay, okay, we should fine, do this fine. in the fucking up late. We're gonna get fucking shut down. Okay. All right. Fine. How did this? St- Jesus. All right. Let's talk about bees then. Is that? Yes. Good? That's that's okay. Okay, Jordan. You should preface the bee segment by explaining what your ideas were, and then we can contribute. Well. Someone's uh, contacted me, and uh, you'll never guess this from Ali's introduction, but they're keen on bees. Uh, I'm firmly in the anti-bee camp. I can't wait to be all wiped out off the face of the planet. Imagine if that was my official stance. Friendly Geordies, one of the most prominent environmentalists in the country, anti-bees. Dude, how good's that? Love Love certain species but isn't a fan of the species that allows every species to survive. <laughs> um, so Dan, but- extreme anti-vaxxer. <laughs> Don't even... Jesus. But don't you reckon that really would short the plot? <laughs> if you were thinking of an ge- evil genius way to destroy the planet, that'd be it. Gee, I hope no one's thought of Probably that. Probably more efficient than stealing nuclear codes. I don't know if we should be even. That's it's. You're right, but it's like I, I don't. I, I don't think anyone's thought of that. You might have just. Christ, I don't know. Nah, it was a Black Mirror episode. Mm, mm. I let you in on a little secret, Miss Love. I don't Thank know you. anything, but I watch a <laughs> lot of. <laughs> hey, you and me both, bud. <laughs> so, Jory, what's what's the what's the issue? Uh, this is a classic hipster point you've probably come across in your life and I'd like everyone in the comments to tell me if they've heard this before but has your barista who not as a joke legitimately does watch a lot of Netflix told you "Mm, bees are dying out and that's really problematic but fortunately in Australia because we don't have this mite they're not dying out here so yeah, anyway, did you want some milk with your long black? No. Well, then I'd order a flat white, you fucking moron. <laughs> but that, he comes up with, that's the talking point. What I found out is that that's just a huge cover-up. The difference between us and the rest of the planet is we're so backwards, our government hates the environment so much that they're just not keeping account on bee populations. And they are declining here rapidly. Really? Because we're using a bunch of pesticides that have been banned pretty much throughout the rest of the world. And that, my friends, is terrifying me. So I came up with, because I started reading about it, I'm going to be doing a lot of videos about it. The Vatican, I think it might have been Pope Francis, came out and said, you've got to live on the top of the roof. Make sure that you have a pizza and then... <laughs> That is a policy I can get behind. <laughs> that is, you belong in the Vatican, don't you, Miss Love? Yes. Catholic, really Catholic, 
would love if he told you to go on a crusade tomorrow i think that that is something that you would die for if you had to defend australia against indonesia you'd probably be for it but sleep in but i can guarantee you if they said get up a shield with a cross on it and a sword you'd be fighting ali tomorrow <laughs> i mean the vatican mainly revolves like pearl clutching these days you know i think it's a little bit more of like do you want cabinet eh? isn't it just the queen with an italian accent <laughs> pretty much <laughs> isn't that what he does ali it's the same thing he just has heaps of wealth sits around in rings and then has his little christmas message of did you have a turkey that's okay see you next year He's he's more powerful than the queen, in my opinion. The queen has mostly ceremonial powers, and most of her powers are restricted to getting rid of Australian prime ministers. But <laughs> but the pope basically is a head of a huge organization, which is the Catholic Church, that has branches all over the world, and they do take policy directives from. So he's he's not just the governor general, but he is also the prime minister of like very meta matters. You're really not even saying that. You're saying he's a CEO of a massive corporation. He's the chairman of a massive corporation. Bouse. Hey, have you guys? Well, heard- Ali, you should uh, really watch The Godfather Three, and then explain to me what happened in it. <laughs> And then you can go back and talk about how crazy it is that a cat walked on a table once. Have you guys heard... That um, do with anything. First of all, that is crazy if that did happen. Yeah. And I can't believe that you just dropped this bombshell. We're going to have to devote an entire segment of this podcast about that. We already did last week. <laughs> well, round two, just like the Godfather 2. There needs to be preparation <laughs> to the themes. Yeah. Cats have ability to move their limbs. So uh, okay, well, that so- was a good cover, but like, uh, yeah, w- he said that, and then there were some studies into this Vatican B policy, and they were saying that wow, these are some of the healthiest bees on earth. Bees in the city do really well off because their diets are so rich from all the different flowers and plants that people have in their gardens, as opposed to what is essentially the entire countryside of the planet now, which is either wheat or rice. And so that's not that good for them. Mm. And uh, now I think that what I should be pushing as the Pope of Australia, as you can plainly see, very patient, ass on the flag right there. Uh, My loyal subjects. First off, crusade against Ali. That's the first part, definitely. Um, the second Who part, would Ali choose? The first order. Huh? Ali, this is the next order as Pope of Australia. Uh, while you're fighting off these hordes of Christians, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the bee policy? Because I was thinking that we should just sell these hives. I really think that that's a win-win. Get yourself a hive because this is something that's incredible. In Australia there are 11 species of bees that are stingless. So why not put those hives in your backyard? You can Mm. get honey off them. You don't get stung. You're helping out the environment massively. And I'm sure there's some other benefits. (laughs) 
Okay, so Jordan <laughs> Jordan calls me last night, Miss, and mm. he's been researching on all this because he wants to make videos on it. Yeah. And he his idea is that we sell live beehives somehow from my garage, right? <laughs> so I had no idea how the fuck that works. So I started Googling it. Or a canards. Here's here's some stark, unfortunate, some stark realities. Number one. Uh. I cannot store live bees. I do not have the infrastructure to do that. <laughs> Secondly, even if I could, uh, maintaining a healthy beehive is actually a very expensive activity because you need to manage an ecosystem for them to survive. Otherwise, they die. What ecosystem? Don't you just don't... chuck them in the backyard like worms? Apparently, people that are successfully able to do it spend a lot of money and a lot of time and gain expertise in how to do it now there are there are some alternatives to this idea that we could use to help with regeneration of bees i suppose number one either instead of selling live bees how about we sell friendly geordie's bee themed socks and donate Mm. a proportion of that to organizations that have the infrastructure to do this (laughs) he's smart good ethical organizations or miss love for your concern i can look up honey producers that are contributing to this and we could sell honey yeah or and lastly if you are interested in the idea of having backyard bees what you can do is you have these bee houses that you can put in your backyard that basically uh give refuge to wild bees that are coming over because a lot of times they have to travel insane amounts of like um distances to what like their doing that in a hive well a hive is an existing colony that you're yeah. looking to establish somewhere to populate a bee house is essentially refuge for bees that are part of a colony that are either tired they're they're called bee hotels as well Shit. oh an insect hotel yeah an what? insect hotel so they've got I like we should sell them that's crazy because what... you look at it, it's better than your house. Oh, dude, no doubt, no doubt. I, uh, I'm all for it. I think, look, I, <clears throat> I think it's awesome. I think that, I, I think this is like the issue of our time. It's like, it's you know why you think that as well? Why? Because Senator Mitch McConnell thinks that it is. I don't like Senator Mitch McConnell. I never said I like him. Uh, I just all right, watch. No, that's it. No, I you, like you, him. You're copping it. Well, finally, oh. someone says something sensical on this podcast for once, but I don't like fucking that. First off, digitally hand me over some of that vape. But second, there you go. I distinct. This is one of the most distinct memories I have. Watching a movie that went way too long with Christo, both of us falling asleep, me going back into the room that I was sharing with you because we were down filming one of our little exposés. This is pre-COVID before the restrictions, just putting it out there. Yep. That's probably smart. And I walk in and Miss Love has no shirt on, (laughs) no light. Just him and his fat little E.T. belly looking down into his phone. Fuck off. And it was Mitch McConnell doing an address to an empty Senate room. 
<laughs> and it was 3 a.m. in the morning. And he was sitting there saying, President Donald Trump has reduced certain pollutants by as much as 13% in his presidency. Dude. And he was sitting there doing the thing that when I know for a fact that he's paying attention when he does this face. <laughs> I have a uh I have an answer. He was soaking it in, Marley. I have an answer to that though. Uh, go on. I'd love to hear it. I enjoy all the political speeches of our rich demo- democratic stew. Just that you caught me at that time watching that particular old old dude being like rrr, rrr. I wouldn't care I wouldn't care what side of the, I wouldn't care what side of the fucking I like I I like watching I don't care what side of the politics are on I like watching heady old people being like section three Mr. Speaker you can see I used to watch question time on the ABC for hours that was my sitcom yeah but so, here's the difference question time's actually entertaining Mitch McConnell, the only thing that's entertaining about Mitch McConnell is that he's jowl somehow <laughs> the box. That's it. Dude, the most Dude, entertaining, American- I, I, I resent that fact. The most entertaining thing about Mitch McConnell is when he's making some statement and he takes a very small break to do this. <clears throat> and then he continues. Is <laughs> <laughs> the most entertaining thing about his speeches. <laughs> I just, I just like... You know what? Uh... That, that is sustained. <laughs> I just like old, old people, like American politics, Australian, just sitting there and just like the not, it's like the not edgy stuff, the not, the not even interesting. Just like there's something like mesmerizing about seeing politicians being like, and that could be seen in, in subsection three of part A. I'm sorry, that's subsection four. I retract that previous statement would you say that that's your smr asmr maybe yeah everyone in the comments say keep saying that that's miss love's porn were you jerking off to turkey mitch mcconnell we uh we haven't got there yet (laughs) never say never it will eventually happen never say never damn miss love never closes a door without opening a window You did like that though, just me being like, hmm. Because it's the most boring man. It's like, yeah, it's the most boring man on earth. <laughs> and you're watching him at 3 a.m. I don't know. Just the addition of you not wearing a shirt. It's incredible <laughs> because I don't think anyone on earth watched that speech. <laughs> no, one, like, no one was in the room. <laughs> It was him saying, it's time to reflect on Donald Trump's presidency and accomplishments. Dude, I suppose, uh, I don't know, Aubrey does strange things to a man. What can I tell you? Yeah, that's true. I mean, look, Sandy's no better. She just sits there and watches Dr. Phil episodes <laughs> that she's already seen. <laughs> at, this point, we should say, at this point, we should say hello to Sandy, who is watching. Hey, Sandy. Yeah, but Sandy, in fact, write this in the comments. Tell me, who's more entertaining? Everybody vote on this now. Dr. Phil or Judge Judy, go. Ooh, let's make a panel, a a, a poll. That's the one. 
Oh, and also, can everyone tell me what you think? Can we just get beehives going and can Ali store them in his uh, garage? <laughs> I, I have to say, <laughs> I have a poll on it. And if it's more than 51%, he has to. <laughs> can, we, can, we get a, can we get a poll to see what would you rather buy? Socks that are bee-themed, that's whose profits go to an organization, or do you want to buy bee houses? I think that's the best one, insect hotels. Insect hotels. <laughs> yeah. It all sounds awesome to me. I mean, B, uh, Ali's and B's garage, all the socks are all great options. I think uh, I, I appreciate, I think Jordan's got the right, like the sentiment is right. But then Ali, ever the pragmatist, figured out that maybe having live bees in his garage is kind of silly. <laughs> so like, it's all- Yeah, it was more of a mislove idea. I shouldn't have let Ali in on it. I would, uh, I mean, I basically live in a beehive, so. But um. Dude, it's a fucking, this is, it's crunch time, people. We've read about, you know, I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you know this, guys. Everyone listening. The ice caps are melting, yo. No, no, it's true. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, the bees... yeah, this is very troubling me, so. Yes, and the bees <laughs> are dying. So it's time for us to get serious on a grassroots level. Don't have a lawn, have a garden. Can we make that's let's, let's start that hashtag. Hashtag no lawns. Wait, what's the difference? Take... Garden has plants. Yeah, as that, opposed to just grass. It, it attracts. Yeah, it attracts bees, and it actually creates like sustainable um, environments for them, and and environments for them to survive and thrive. Imagine if there was bee little bee communities on every fucking. Uh, in every house and every apartment in Sydney, you know, rooftop garden. Imagine the nectar you could get from that. But seriously. Steal their labor. Isn't it strange that we're talking about pretty much the theme of do androids dream of electric sheep? Mm. We're at that stage where it's kind of your civic duty and you should be looked down on if you're not harboring animals. I mean... Boys, we've got a poll going. Someone did it. Um, oh, shit. On what? The three What's questions the are friendly no, bee socks. Second option, bee hotels. Third option, friendly bee boys shirts. Okay. Friendly bee boys. Was that one of the options? Yeah, I don't know. They decided to add their own little creative flair, do they? I'm they gonna, did. I'm gonna We're the creatives. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I voted for something as well because uh, <laughs> I might vote as well. I'm gonna go. We'll Look, come I'll back be... with the results in a bit. I'll be. Wait, everyone vote for hotels. <laughs> Look, uh, you don't have to encourage them. This yeah. is supposed to be honest opinion. You can't ask them what to do. I mean, B Hotels is drastically taking the lead. Yes, though. Jordan, you just ruined the sample. <laughs> <laughs> The power. Fucking hell, Jordan. <laughs> Holy hell. Jesus. I am a little Sean Hannity, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know he's from New York? Uh, yeah, I think I could guess that from his accent. Fuck. I didn't know that there were conservatives from New York. What do you... Dude, anyone that sounds like they're from Boston... Yeah. ...that lives in New York is going to be conservative. Hey, by the way... We also, people are also just being like, Judge Judy, Judge Judy, Judge Judy, Dr. Phil, Judy. It looks like Judge Judy has taken that poll. 
And someone has recommended a name for the B hotels as well. They recommend that we name it Air B and B. Oh, Damn. <laughs> hey, far out! I love crowdsourcing um, my life. Yeah, I just realize I don't have to do anything anymore. I just say, <laughs> "Hey, can you guys just be my do journalism for me," and then there'll just be a hundred people. You know, you know what my it's life crazy. now. It's, it's crazy, when true. Homer became a manager and he said, um, are you guys working? Yes. <laughs> you work harder? Sure thing, boss. Hey, <laughs> call me Jordan. Ah, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, it's funny because it's true, but it's like, what other industry in the world does that happen? Work hard and then people do it for you. Like, I don't see a baker working hard for six years and then being like, all right, my, uh, my nan's going to bake for me now and uh, she'll give me the bread and the money. See ya. Holy shit, boys. I might say that the sample of this poll is actually getting a lot of votes. Like in several hundreds, like 500, 600. So this might actually be a good sample. And right now, if I may say, socks and B hotels are very neck to neck. Shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, It could be an either or, but I honestly think, Ali, just stack your garage with B hotels. Hey, I just Airbnbs. I'll have you know, just not to interrupt Jordan, but I'll have you know, I just spent something called channel points. I spent five channel points to vote on this. So just <laughs> you're welcome. What's Come a channel on. point? I don't know. I just learned it. But something I just, related to channel? I think so. I, I just learned about it and just I, I felt, you know, live life on the edge. Okay, well, look, we'll come. Well, that's clearly Mithov's philosophy. Let's move <laughs> to a job. different topic, and we'll <laughs> announce the results in a bit. Have you guys been following? Are you scared about it? Hang on, before we go, mm-hmm. you really don't want the insect hotels, do you? Yeah, I really don't want it. Because How would you do be, that? It's going to be expensive to get them delivered because there'll be big boxes. Uh, it'll require more storage, and. Um, Overall, it's going to be more annoying for me. <laughs> also, you have the all good reasons for why you should vote for insect hotels. <laughs> but you, but you, like, you could have some in your backyard, though, right? Because I'd do that too. What? what I'd have a, I'd have a beehive. Yeah, but now yeah, I'd have a beehive too. Can't we just go back to that idea? I feel like we're cheaping out with a hotel. Like, <laughs> give them a home instead of an Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> and, and dude, if they don't sting you, what's the downside? You can just walk yeah. through them like... Well, the they won't off. survive. Sorry? They'll die. I'm Why? really skeptical about this. I thought that you can just leave them to their own devices and they just get on with it. Uh, okay, so we've got results. Yeah. 19%. Say friendly bee boy shirts. Thirty nine percent say friendly bee socks, <gasps> and forty three percent by a narrow Whoa. margin, which is Shit. challengeable and rigged, in my opinion, is forty two percent rigged. First of all, one thousand eight hundred people voted for it, and we have five hundred people watching. So I don't know how the fuck that happened. <laughs> what? What the fuck? It must have been all those points. Yeah, maybe, but Cam Wilson must have got his audience. To vote. <laughs> uh, some Shout people out. voted a hundred times. <laughs> Apparently, oh, no. 
All right, so it's settled. We're doing socks then. Let's move on. No, socks are so lame. Look, I'll I'll look into beehives. Maybe there's a way of doing it. But I'm just going to say it might be money that's not well spent for the people because you might not attract bees in your bee hotel. I don't think it matters about that. I think it is giving insects a place of refuge to live and reproduce. There are also seeds that you can put in your garden that will attract bees. Fuck yeah, that's sick too. Well, I made a fish pond at Two's house because it's a good feng shui. (laughs) And it is good feng shui. Bees are constantly going there for a drink. Oh, I love sick. it. I, I think it's even more entertaining than the goldfish. That's sick. And as we all know, both of those are much more entertaining than the PlayStation 5. <laughs> so I, I actually really enjoy watching stupid animals kind of doing their own little thing in life. Wait, I mean, guys, malicious pleasure. Malicious Carly said Jimmy's bee friendly seed packs. Not a bad idea. Damn, that's not a bad idea. That is, I'm, I'm screenshotting that. Thank you, malicious Carly. That's actually, that's kind not of malicious at all. Yeah, you, you <laughs> should um, to change your name. Can we get another poll going? What should we do here? Uh, should we get the insect hotel? Should we get the seed pack? Or should we start a hashtag, hashtag cancel Judge Judy just to piss Sandy off? <laughs> <laughs> To piss who off? Sandy. Sandy. Oh, just to piss Sandy off. Surely Sandy doesn't watch Judge Judy. No, she does. Believe me. <laughs> I mean, I watched that in like high school when there was no such thing as like the internet. Essentially, you have to, you just had to watch what it was, whatever was on, or Foxtel if you had it. There's no way Sandy is choosing to watch Judge Judy actively. There's no way. If you watch commercial television, you'll watch anything that's on. So I wouldn't be surprised. But Sandy, miss, yeah. we'll move on to another topic because we've got a big list. This, okay. All right. How about this one? So there's a new controversy surrounding the queen. And by queen, you might think I mean Elizabeth, but no. no. Remember, I'm BuzzFeed. I mean Beyonce. <laughs> okay. So Beyonce and uh, her husband, Jay-Z, did a brand deal with Tiffany & Co., which is a jewelry brand. And Mm -hmm. she came out and uh, she, for her marketing or whatever, she was wearing a very famous yellow diamond. Okay. Which is something that only a handful of people have had the opportunity to wear. One of them is Lady Gaga as well, but comes in late. So now Beyonce is being canceled on the internet because they are saying that that particular diamond is a blood known diamond. blood diamond. Yeah. Now, the it was discovered or in the 1800s in South Africa, and it is uh, safely, it can be said, that it was uh, used, uh, it was ex- extracted through slave labor or labor that was very menially play, uh, paid for. Right. Now, right. that's the controversy. And so some people have argued, how come this never became an issue when Lady Gaga wore it? To oh, which God. a few people have said that the reason is that Lady Gaga's last album wasn't called 
Ode to Africa. Shit. <laughs> Holy shit. It was called Ode to Africa. And oh, so, really? So she's, yeah. So she's gotten into trouble. What's... Hey, is this a hashtag unpopular opinion? Fuck, I hate Beyonce. <laughs> that is a hashtag. Uh... Well, you're uh-huh. clearly you're siding with the internet trolls now, huh? You want to cancel her too? Now, when haven't I? Yeah. Look, <laughs> do you like Jay Z and Beyonce? Do you really think that there's anything nice or holy about that couple? No. Don't you think that if you really needed to post a couple of the Illuminati, look no further? <laughs> I think even the Bilderbergs would look at them and think that family is evil. That tells you. <laughs> Wait, why do you hate Beyonce? Just because she's part of the Illuminati. I hate that every song that she's ever made sounds like she's warming up to sing. I, I really hate that, like, it. It's every single time. It's just like, yeah, we get it. You would have come like sixth in American Idol. Okay. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> you reckon? I think I, I think truth. she sings well. Jimmy's huh? spitting those truths. Look, I really don't that. think that she does. I hate that she did that to Michelle from Destiny's Child just because she was uglier and clearly couldn't sing as well. You didn't have to do that to her. Just drag <laughs> along the dead weight for the rest of your life. Wait, so to summarize Jordan's opinion on this, Fuck. cancel her because she sucks, not necessarily because of the diamond. Oh. I couldn't have put it better myself. What are your boys' views? Uh, I say... Um, I can't tell well, if it's a cigar or a vape. You, look at him. He's, his footage is so shit. He can't... There's no <laughs> light extraction um, there at all. You'll never uh, from that angle, you can't tell because there's nothing reflecting off it. Right, right, right. Well, I'm going to keep it a secret. Look at him. He... Fuck, he looks like one of those, like, Viva la Revolution! Cuba! Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, what do you reckon, Ali? Um, I reckon that this is one of those segments that I feel we have to do because of the algorithm, but I really don't give a fuck. <laughs> Straight up, I really, really do not care about this. Uh, what's your opinion on Beyonce? Is she um, hot or not? <laughs> I think she's very, very... She was fine. Until, like, some people made her, like, some sort of royalty, which she does not deserve. Because not even we close. all know the only person that deserves royalty is Sher. And yeah. she ain't getting it. I mean, what's that all about? I, I agree. Like, I feel like... It's very hard to hate her when you look at her, though, because you're just like, shut your fine ass. I, uh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a huge. I'm kind of the same. I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of their music, and like, I don't know. I got no problem with uh, people getting rich and shit, but it's like, you know, when you get to that like Kanye Jay Z level rich, like billionaire, it's like. I don't know. I kind of not. It's like a different planet. You might. You're not. There's nothing to. It's 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 silly to to even comment. It's like whatever. They just have you have diff- you listened to Kanye's new album, Miss? Yes. What Down. You, what's okay? Let's get a review. 
Have you listened to it? No, I haven't. But I've seen, I've heard like snippets of it where he's wearing a mask, pretending to be like part of the SWAT team or some shit. Uh, uh, yeah, so like, Danda. Uh, I'm not some like massive Kanye fan, but dude, I didn't mind it. It's got some bangers, mad production, but like, it's no Jesus, is what I'd say. But I didn't mind it. It's like, dude, it's two hours long. It's like 24 songs. I'd say like, you know, there's good moments. Well, eh, you eh. have to admit, he's a very productive man. He, 24 songs in an album. Yeah, but like some of the songs, like, dude, you know what the, you know what the first song is of the album? And I'm not exaggerating at all. At all. <laughs> this is the opening track to the album, and it goes for like two minutes. <clears throat> Danda. Danda. Danda, danda, danda. Danda, 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 danda. Are you serious? Play it right now. No, I can't because we'll get copyrighted, but. I'm not exaggerating. Isn't that incredible? Because it's so unoriginal. It's a follow up from Poop D Scoop. Exactly. Yeah, you should be plagiarizing. Wait, you've listened to it too, Jordan? Huh? You've listened to the new album as well? No, Christ, no. He's just, as far as I'm concerned, he's just male Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's cooler than Beyonce. I, I, I think, all right, let's just go through this. Who are your most hated celebs? And everybody in the comments write it as well, but I hate Beyonce. I hate Kanye West. I hate Scarlett Johansson. Yes, <laughs> I, re- I second that one. Um. I hate Ryan Reynolds. Yes, me too. What is up with that? Why do you hate him? Because it's like, dude, you're not witty. Just stop. <laughs> like, what, what was Deadpool? Let's be honest. It was self-aware, was it? Was it actually self-aware? I don't think so. I think it was pretty much just two guys, a girl in a pizza place, except now he's ugly. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> well, I I also share your views on Ryan Reynolds, but I think I share them because I've I saw a really old movie of his where he played a jerk, and I'm just morphing his actual personality into the character's personality. Well, I have not question Ali. When does he not play a jerk? Yeah, that's the other mm. thing. He's very he's very one dimensional. It's just the same character over and over again, and it's not a likable character. He's found a niche in being, yeah, I'm khaki, but you're also 50. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I okay, don't like- so cancel Ryan and Beyonce. Not cancel, uh, I mean, fuck, you know, let's step with the cancelling, but like, uh, it's more a question of who you do, like most, don't you? Don't you think most of the people in Hollywood are terrible, terrible people? Don't you reckon? Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Surely, surely. Cher, I love Cher. <laughs> yeah, but is she alive? Like, that doesn't count. Yeah, that's true. She could be a mummy. Who knows? <laughs> a corpse, <laughs> a reanimated corpse. Like, I don't know. I, I, I think the whole, I was thinking about this the other day. I think the whole, this is not a unique thought but like i feel like the whole fucking city or like hollywood is just like all this shit that's coming out now with like you know like me too or whatever and all these movies it's just like 
it's kind of like this uh it's just showing how like fucked it is the whole industry like it's like just the nature of that industry isn't it it's just like you want to be a star huh i can make you a star like it's a it's quite a there is something about being in that industry and having some power that you think that rules don't apply to you but also a lot of rules don't apply to you so fair enough exactly exactly so it's like you know who do you like then who do i like hugh jackman love him (laughs) really yeah dude you know very nice man you know who i like i like put him in my top five of who i hate really (laughs) yeah and i like russell crowe yeah this is a 2013 argument that we had ages ago but dude my the, the basically the only people i like in hollywood are the whole cast of uh Hang on, on, sorry. I've just I've got a breaking news here. Sandy, these are the following texts that she wrote to me. They're more abusive than my nan. Shit. She's asking for an update on my nan. It's just like, how about you look in the mirror, Sandy? (laughs) It starts with this. Starts with this. Hello, cock breath. First. (laughs) First intro. I like it. That seems that's the that's the French. Uh, the next one, we're not getting any bees, you fuck. <laughs> Come on, it's more brutal than my nan. It is. Yeah, everyone in your cool. life, everyone but in your life. Like, very much like your nan on point. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like I can't argue. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Why are we getting B, Sandy? Tell me that in Twitch. Like, I can't handle any more abuse on my own private number. We'll, um, <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. Hang on. Yeah. What are the celebs you guys like? I, I like. Are we from Friends? I'm sure he's all right. The only celebs I like is the entire cast of that movie, The Nash Gap, which is Russell Crowe and uh, what's his name? Uh, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, the hunk. Yeah. That's I it. you were going to say that you liked the entire cast of the Goodfellas, but I'm pretty sure that that's just seven clones of Joe Pesci. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> hey, Joe Pesci. I like him too. There you go. <laughs> I like Marlon Brando. I wish he was still alive. Yeah. Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone. I like all the 80s action heroes that weren't self-aware. I, just, I hate any Hollywood celebrity that's got that kind of like wink, wink, nudge, nudge to the audience. Do yeah. away with that. Just have a funny accent or fuck off. I just like 80s movies. I all, I don't know if you've noticed, Jordan, but uh, I don't know if your Amazon Prime has had some recommended movies, but uh, I have been rinsing their 1980 to 1985 section. Let me tell you. Yeah. What's going on? Dude, every, every movie from the 80s and 90s is just infinitely better. There's no CGI, so they have to actually blow shit up. Things, everything on the screen happens on the screen. And it's also like sexy and fun and cool. And all the music's like... And it's always just like, quick, get in the Mustang. Let's go. Like, it's just mad. I watched like every Jet Li movie uh, up until like, 95 98 and then they start to get a bit shit but like all those movies where it's just like chinese 
kung fu movies dubbed in in uh dubbed in english are just like we must go the princess will die he just like backflips off a 10-story building in real life in real life (laughs) it's just it's look i'll I'll, uh shorten this for you ali miss love likes anything that's cheap so (laughs) I, i think that if he could include as his favorite film of all time like a glad rap ad from 2004 hey uh take the cake Bilo knew what they were doing, mate. Good recommendation. Hey, what do you think about reality TV? I think I am inclined not to watch it. One episode doesn't get me. But when I was a child, I used to be very into it. Survivor? Uh, Jerry Springer? Yes. Does that count as reality TV? I really don't think... That in real life, there's that many people smashing other cunts with chairs. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh, wait, it's what like... about WWE? I think that's reality TV, and I used to be very into that. Yeah, no, you've got a point. Look. Yeah. I really can't see any difference between Jerry Springer and Oprah now, apart from he combined the chair smashing. <laughs> it was like, Does anyone know this? Was Jerry Springer scripted? So I don't know. Or did they hey, just Jordan. get a bunch of psychos from prison and dress them up in Tom Hardy's clothes and let him duke it out? Hey, yeah. Jordan, you got to... Can you, uh, can you answer questions about the court case or not really? <sighs> what is it? You don't have to answer. I'm just curious. He said, player 47 VC said, why, why are you paying... 47 VC. <laughs> VC, yeah. Why are you playing? Why are you paying court costs when Bros made the claim? The one that makes the claim is the one that is supposed to pay the court costs. No, you got to pay for your own lawyers. Oh right. Well, that is a question that can but be answered. Question: I don't know. You really asking the wrong guy. I <laughs> stupefied the whole time, uh, trying to remember the Latin that I did in year seven. That's- well. <laughs> that's what happens with those oh i can answer God. that question in general terms um if you sue someone uh in for defamation then you initially have to pay for your lawyer's cost but in case you win the case then part of the damages includes your legal cost that will be play, paid by your adversary ah uh. mm-hmm. Can you explain this to me, Dead Ali? This is probably too late to find out, but if I lose, do I have to pay everything? Um, you probably don't want to get into this now. We can talk about this later, but um, it depends love, what you I define love, like, as everything. Oh, it's so good. It's like it's like going for the all-you-can-eat pizza and then halfway through being like, I changed my mind. The answer is it depends on the uh, it depends on the judgment. On the judgment, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right, right, right. But right. let's let, look. I, I understand how that's on everyone's mind, but I don't know if this is the most appropriate forum. Even though everyone's going to hate me for saying this. No, no, he's right. He's right. No, so. Neither do I. I'm not sure about that either. Nonetheless, I'll answer all your questions. <laughs> this is an AMA. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry. It's my okay. bad. Um, let's move on, Jordan. Here's a new uh question for you that i was actually interested in this is me being a an audience member have you heard of 
molten salt nuclear reactors powered by thoriums? Yes. So what's the deal with that? Because the deal is that it's a complete con. Anybody that's saying otherwise, first off, just know this. There are a million of these little rabbit holes that people go down of thorium, thorium 10x180, fusion power, molten salt. Okay, wait, let me, let me, before you go into this, let me just tell people in case you don't know what it is. So I found out about it today. So uh, thorium is basically a substitute for uranium. There are a few advantages that I have read about associated with uh, creating electricity from thorium. Uh, first of all, it's, it's difficult to do. China is doing a pilot project right now and we'll find out if it is possible or not. But the argument is, first of all, that it uses no water to cool the reactor, uh, which is one of the things that you have to do with uranium, which is very water intensive. The second thing is in uh, thorium waste, as opposed to uh, having to keep it for thousands of years, only has to be kept for 500 years, which oh, is wow. still a long time. And so lastly, half of the span of the Roman Empire. That's all we <laughs> lost as a civilization. Eh? Hashtag goals. Yeah. And <laughs> last one is that uh, thorium is very unlikely to be used for weapons, which is partly the reason why the US abandoned it in the first place, because they initially wanted to create, create nuclear power from thorium. But then they realized that they're not going to be able to make nuclear weapons, which was the whole point of making nuclear reactors in the first place. So they abandoned that project until recently China is doing is doing a test project to ma match their 2015 carbon emission goals. Now, Jordan, what do you so what were you saying? So it's it's the same thing with a different name. Same thing with a different name. Every time there's always all of these new whiz bang things that are just around the corner when it comes to nuclear power that they've been talking about since the 50s. Uh, thorium was big in the 70s, I think, or 60s, maybe. Um, and the, the, the pilot ones that they're always talking about, first off, they use uranium anyway. That's they true. They have to use it to enrich the thorium. So that you are getting that waste product regardless. When it comes to the molten salts, what they never tell you is that Russia tried to do it. They realized that it was just so prone to nuclear fires molten salts in the US, when they tried to do it, they realized it's the most complicated waste to clean up out of all of them. Uh, thorium is another one of these myths that they always say, it just hasn't been invested in. You just need to invest in it. No, what you need to invest in is renewables. That's what you need to invest in. Stop going into these technological wonder world things that are always brought out. And this is really interesting. Thorium has huge surges every time there's a nuclear meltdown. So around Chernobyl and around Fukushima, you will see it flooded in the press. How do we stop these in the future? Well, thorium, you know, will probably be ready in two weeks. We're doing trials at the moment and then they shut up about it and then nerds on the internet just keep, keep it going, right? Now, I've watched videos of engineers talking about this. So I'm not putting it in inverted commas, they are engineers. But the thing is, engineers have such a, narrow stream of consciousness they're just looking at can we build this thing they're not thinking about maintenance they're not thinking about where to store the waste all they're concerned with is building the project and then everything else like that is just very shallow afterwards and i remember when they were talking about thorium they said that the experiments in the past that they did 
created no this is hazy now but i'm pretty sure it's tritium damn it did it absolutely did create tritium but they just say it didn't and then you just move on to the next point but tritium is a really toxic substance it's five in fact there's a uk parliament did an inquiry into it it's five times more dangerous than what they originally thought it was anyway um, these are things that it's just a lot of the time. And the reason that you don't see this is the same thing with pesticides. These companies, these countries just want to keep pumping out nuclear energy so they can make weapons, really. Let's be honest about it. There's a big coincidence if you look at the countries that have nuclear power and the countries that produce nuclear weapons. There's a few counterexamples like Japan, but the vast majority of them, they're doing it for weapons. In fact, the US admitted it in some papers uh, a while back, I think under Rick Perry. Rick Perry was saying, if we shut down all of these nuclear power plants, uh, how are we gonna treat our nuclear submarines? So they're admitting it. Yeah. They're admitting that the reason they're keeping it going is to create weapons because it makes no economic sense at all. They've never worked by themselves. They've always had to be massively subsidized. They are not worth the money that they ever make. I, I think that there was a study that came out from Germany that said that they've never turned a profit. Not one nuclear power plant ever in the history of the world has ever turned a profit. And anyone that says otherwise is not talking about startup costs. They're just saying, well, after you massively subsidize the entire construction of it, and then a company just buys it off the government so it has even less oversight after that, then they're turning a profit. It's, it's a terrible idea. Anything that you hear about fusion, uh, thorium, some miracle nuclear power plant that runs off of nuclear uh, waste from other nuclear power plants, just know they've been saying it since the 70s. It's like the AI argument. It's just, you know, around the corner, hover cars, it's that kind of stuff. <laughs> Okay, That's there's a right. question by Notus Oren, which I don't understand, but maybe I, I think I understand what the question is. But Ali, could you please ask Jordan if are small modular reactors also a grift or are they more potentially viable? Mm -mm. Same thing. Go back, look at the history of nuclear modulars, small nuclear modulars. They've sunk billions and billions and billions of dollars into this. Everyone always brings out these stupid talking points of, oh, Bill Gates is sinking money into it and he's smart. So he's fucking, that's, that's uh, obviously going to work. Yeah, well, I can bring out billionaires too, like Elon Musk, who says that it's such a stupid idea to invest in nuclear energy. He's just talking about the economic impacts of it. But also small nuclear modular reactors, exactly the same thing. Oh, we're going to invest all of this money into it. Uh, are you getting any returns whatsoever? No. So what we're going to do is invest more money into it. It's an idiot talking point. Like I saw the dickheads on Planet America saying that of, oh, that's the one positive legacy of Donald Trump. This is how brainwashed these people are, how much they believe the press narrative, the people that are in that mainstream press narrative. It's fucking pathetic. Think about what Planet America is. It is just relaying CNN talking points to an Australian audience. Can you imagine how indoctrinated you would be and they sit there and say, oh, the one positive aspect of Donald Trump's uh, era is that he invested a lot into nuclear power. Why, do you, why the fuck do you think a Republican is investing a bunch of money into nuclear energy? Do you think it's for noble environmental purposes? Is that what he's doing there? Is he secretly doing some long game like Obama is to just make sure that uh, 
you know, we, we have a, a CO2 fee free future. They don't give a fuck about that. It's because of weapons. And, <clears throat> and a huge, well-funded nuclear lobby group, which is the thing that I'm very concerned about when, with all of this talk. But I think that, you know, renewables is just going to win this fight anyway, because despite all the handicaps that they have across the planet, they're just steaming ahead to the point that in China, for instance, like a lot of places, you don't even need subsidies. They're just so profitable that the private enterprise is doing it anyway. But, you know, in the US, there is the, the nuclear energy lobby is a lot. I don't know why it is, but also you need to know this as well. Um, the guy, Sigmund Freud's nephew, Edward Bernays, he was critical in setting up nuclear energy's uh, image worldwide. The, you know, the father of the propaganda model. He was integral in this whole, oh, nuclear energy is the way of the future. It'll just power everyone's houses. Such a little amount of energy is needed. All of that stuff. He was the guy that set up the talking point templates. But um, yeah, it's... It, 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 what you need to understand is it's it's just a really it's a secret fossil fuel lobby, and okay, something that really that, scares me. It, it honestly terrifies me how little, uh, how much they squash any uh, investigations into the impacts of living around nuclear power plants, what to do with the waste. All of that is just squashed. Okay, so know? I've got a question. So that I understand why um, developing countries or even countries that aren't part of the nuclear group, let's just say, that want to develop it, they probably have ulterior motives of developing the weapons, like um, North Korea and Iran are like known examples. But we've had history of every country that has ever achieved that nuclear uh, power status has done it through a fake premise of we just want it for energy. My question is, that explains that aspect. But why is the U.S., still adamant like they've got more nuclear weapons than you could ever want and they're constantly trying to work out how to reduce that with russia so is it can't just be weapons there must be some economic interests that are driving people like bill gates to invest in it and then obviously propagate it because of their investments well i think that there's two things that are happening with bill gates the first one is for some reason the most intelligent people on earth are enamored by nuclear energy they one to one the biggest nerds you will ever meet in your life that are intelligent in every other respect for some reason they just get a hard on about nuclear power i don't know what it is it's kind of just like tesla cars you know every autist on earth is obsessed with <laughs> is it because of is it, that and uh -huh. is it because it's green the waste it is pretty cool i think it must be something like that it's it's some kind of inadequacy complex of Oh, it's so powerful. It's the power of the sun. Some lame thing like that oh, in the head. That does make sense. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it is either that or he's figured out that this is a great way to get endless government subsidies if you can get in on that gravy train. The other, uh, I, the other aspect I think could be that if let's say you believe in renewables as the way future, right? Yeah, sure. There's going to be companies that will be making solar panels. There's going to be a lot of companies that will profit from it. But I think the distribution of the benefits would be more equitable. Like now you already see people that were uh, that installed solar panels on their roofs are sometimes getting uh, more money as opposed to giving money to energy companies because they're supplying it to the grid. However, if you're 
uh, power reserve was based on nuclear, then you know who the money is going to. It's not going to random people. It's going to the corporation that is profiting from the, that built that nuclear power plant in the first place. So I suppose it could be a way of uh, making more money. Renewables would be less That's why a lot of big investors put so much money into it because it's all about controlling the fuel supply, which is another thing that's incredibly dangerous about nuclear power that no one mentions. But you go to Olympic Dam. In fact, I was talking to an elder the other day from Olympic Dam, coincidentally, and he was just saying the cancer rate around Olympic Dam is through the roof. Every second person he knows has cancer, but again, silence, nothing about it. No studies into it at all because BHP just makes a mint out of mining all of this shit out of the ground. Um, It's the same site that you see over and over again. Anyone that lives anywhere near a uranium mine, cancer, far as the eye can see. Huge loss in biodiversity because, think about it. You have people that are as smart as coal miners digging fucking uranium out of the ground and then putting all the waste into a pit. What do you think happens to the pit? It evaporates. The water evaporates into the air. Then it rains, goes straight into the ecosystem. It's pretty straightforward stuff. It's really poisoning the planet. Did you see Fat Dark on Crack's comment? I don't know if it's worth reading. Said so no, nuclear I... energy. Did you see that, Ali? No. I don't know if this is worth reading, but it said nuclear energy, zero point zero seven deaths per terawatt hour. CO2. Yeah. And I'm glad that he said that point because that is the. This is what I'm talking about: secret fossil fuel industry. That point right there is the nuclear power equivalent of there are no. Uh, you know, the climate is changing, but it's still up in the air as to whether or not it's because of fossil fuels. So that's the nuclear power version of that, that they say, oh, it's 0.7 de- least jets per megawatt hour, which is a ridiculous statement because the same thing happened. If you go look at what happened to Chernobyl, I think the official estimate is something along the lines of like 40 deaths. I can't remember. This was a long time ago. You look at official stats from the Ukraine, you look at official stats from, I think, what was the other country that was around Belarus? They're saying that it's one to two million casualties. Ongoing effects of Chernobyl, where you have uh, a bunch, like the, these countries allocating, I think, something along the lines of 7% of their budget a year to treating the ailments of the people that are still dying from these. Like once radiation gets into your DNA, every generation after that, gets more and more fucked. They've done it on rats, right? Like the first generation, their DNA is altered, but then the next generation, their DNA is even more altered because you're reproducing with a fucked DNA. It just keeps going down the really? line. Yeah. And also like these deaths argument, it's going to be so, because it's the whole causation is not correlation thing. Like how the hell do you prove that someone that got cancer was because they lived in the vicinity of waste or it was because of that lean and cuisine cold pack that they've been eating all their life? Exactly. And that's a classic. This is the classic denier of all pollutants. They always say you can't prove that it was that it was for all of these external environmental factors. But you look at all the studies, it's just like the amount of leukemia within a five kilometer radius of the people living around a nuclear power plant twice. 
twice the number. Like you, you look at anywhere that where there's uranium coming out, there's just massive cancer rates, but none of that is accredited to the deaths. It's the same thing that happened in Fukushima. Then you get all the lines of, oh, well, those were all old nuclear power things that were like running. And it's just like, yeah, Gen 3 still are the ones that are getting built today. In fact, they're getting built with the safety pieces that were supposedly supposed to stop Fukushima and Chernobyl deliberately built out of them to cut costs. Like, you think that there's a bunch of smart people that are building these things. It's just like, think about this shit, right? 85% of apartments in Australia are defective. That's fucking apartments. We've been building them for thousands of years. People cut costs to save money. They do that with possible, they do that with yeah. when they're building nuclear power plants. Jesus, you know? that's scary. Like I, I'm I'm really that fucking dirt, less deaths per megawatt hour. That is, I'm telling you, the central node propagandic piece. In fact, the um uh, Academy of Sciences in New York just looked at it. They confirmed that there's been a million deaths from Chernobyl. That fucking blows that one out of the water just from that. You know, but what you will hear is things from the WHO saying that there was 40 deaths there. And that's because when there was a Chernobyl hit, they went there for the first three days. They just got in their cars, looked around, just went, oh, there's a body bag there. And then they fucked off. And then that was the official number from that point on. Hmm. Um, Fuck. It's, it's Look, you look at any pollutant, it's exactly the same thing. I'm talking about pesticides as well. And now the stuff that I'm looking into pesticides now, like just decimating the environment, but also public health as well. But because there is a massive industry behind it, billions and billions and billions of dollars, the same thing. There's, no one's died from nuclear energy. Okay, do a study on it. No, we won't be doing that. Damn. You know? All right, fair enough, fair enough. Look, you've 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 made your arguments. Sorry, sorry, like, I don't know why it angers me so much. No, I think but like, it, yeah, I I and like I've always said this, you have changed my opinion on nuclear like years ago because I was one of those hipsters that were that were looking at like all of these studies and being like, damn, maybe nuclear is the answer. So look, you've made your point clear, but. I suppose this is something that doesn't work too well with the audience because you're swimming against the waves here. But <laughs> well, no, surely not all of them, though, right? Like not all sure. of them. But Jordan is right. There, for some reason, even though it's such a bizarre thing to be emotional about, but a lot of people really like nuclear power, and I think Jordan is right. Yeah. It's it's from the idea that oh my god, it's so powerful. Like it's getting like a you get a high from being able to control something that that's that that's that intense that's the but also they're always like it's clean that's the main thing they say yeah but it's clean as long as it stays inside of these like it's not uh, clean there's no, fucking nu clean. nuclear waste if it gets out it's <laughs> yeah, worse and than anything extracting else. it from the ground the, the whole thing's dirty from beginning to end and transporting it as well you got to think about that like there dude think about how scary this is i was reading of an instance where in brazil they were transporting uranium, active uranium, into a nuclear power plant. And because it's Brazil... Into fucking uh, Carnival. 
Yeah, because this is the other thing. They build it near ghettos because no fucking normal person that's a senator or anything, everyone who was always being like, hey, I love nuclear power. You say, do you want to live next to one? No, 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 exactly. not, not, not me. Let's, let's build it out of Nuru, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But the same thing happens. Like they, they build it every time near a ghetto because they don't have a bunch of lawyers that they can sit there and put injunctions on. So it's just easier to just put it near poor people. Mm. So they build it in a ghetto. They're transporting uranium into... Uh, that area I, I can't remember what weapon they used but it was some kind of projectile weapon they were trying to carjack the thing and so they shot what? at the fucking truck that had uranium in it oh like it's God. such a fucking miracle that that thing didn't tip over oh my so lucky God. like there's all the things that you don't think about when it comes to tech all you think about is your cool little like but this x180 is going to be built in the year 2016 like that kind of shit you know like you why were they thinking about all the other supply lines and all that stuff why were they shooting at a fucking nuclear waste truck because they're idea. idiots that didn't know what the fucking uh, like portion sign meant and they're just or, like literates from favelas being like yes he said bank truck or they want to <laughs> sell it well, they want to sell it. That's they the other thing. They could sell it to countries that would pay a lot of money for it, you know? Are you joking? No, no, no. The ones that want to build nuclear weapons, yeah. Ah. Uh... All right, uh, boys. Last Fuck. segment. This one's a bit heavy. And um, so Independent Australia just did an a investigative piece. Sorry, not Independent. Michael West did it. One of the two, sorry. Like and, what, yeah. they, what they noticed was that and this is going to be a bit heavy, but in Australia, out of all of the uh, circumcisions under Medicare, about 4.7% of them were apparently on girls. What? Yes. Uh, and you do the, that. The health, the uh, health ministry has said that that's um, supposed to be... Uh, um, an accounting error like that's some kind of an error that's happened but there was this uh investigative team that went into different um clinics that performed circumcision pretending to be someone that was looking to get a young girl um circumcised Jesus. and some of them agreed and a lot of them told them to seek home remedies as opposed to even though it's very explicitly banned and uh, unlawful to do. So this is something, and an independent, whoever did it, uh, Michael West or Independent Australia, they couldn't actually take it to court because apparently the evidence that they adduced wasn't admissible. I can imagine a few reasons why that might be, but either way, if this is a legitimate thing, that's concerning. Well, what is a female circumcision? Well, How do you I do think that? I, I suppose know. there's like uh, a few different ways. Again, I'm not an expert on this, but they what they do is they cut off uh, the hymen, which is supposed to be uh, like um, uh, it's it's supposed to, it's supposed to stimulate you, so it reduces the pleasure that you get. But more importantly, it can if it's if it goes bad, you can die, and or you could be infertile. So it, there's a whole host of reasons why. You should not do female circumcision. Who the fuck would do that? Uh, I don't have a vagina, but it's making my testicles squeamish. Yeah, same. Yeah, it is. It's in that beard. Are you Ali? Uh, what? 
I, you know, look, sometimes when you hear something really delicate about genitals and you get that feeling. Absolutely. In- Particularly if it's for male genitals, because you, I don't know, it just hits home. You can empathize. I can, I can easily empathize with female. But there's a few oh. questions. Is that a Jewish thing? It is not a Jewish thing. Uh, it is Jewish thing and Muslim thing is uh, male circumcision, which you can, that's a whole different kind of a debate. But what it is, it's prevalent in certain parts of Africa as like a cultural thing. So you could be Christian or Muslim and um, female circumcision is just a general practice over there. Now there is a sect of Muslims that originate or believe that they originated from those parts of Africa that might not live in Africa, but they also perform female genital mutilation. So there is a subsect of people for whom this is a cultural practice just as cultural as male circumcision is for muslims or jew jews and um so people so are saying you're confusing hymen and clitoris I, I have no idea how female uh, vagina works so like just What's don't... a hymen <laughs> everyone vote now in the polls is it hymen or clitoris? Yeah. anyways the point or... is that if it is happening it, the thing is it's uh, cultures that um that do this are perfectly aware of how frowned upon and in in our context, how illegal it is. So they tend to not make it public. So it's like one of those secrets that a few few people have. And what happens if you go to like North Shore private hospital and say, I want to get a clit? Well, they would, they would, what they're supposed to do is tell you that that is unlawful. They cannot do it. And they recommend you not to do it either. Um, that's what they're supposed oh, but they to go do it in their backyard well if they do it in their backyard it's still illegal but yeah 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 but the but the hospital should not do it Damn. Um, in fact there's the now, hospital does well we don't know if hospital does or not but according to this investigation report that it is it is plausible that certain clinics might be practicing it but we don't know for sure and the female circumcision stats are being told to us by the health ministry that is a, a, a bookkeeping error. It's not actually on females. It's on males, but their gender was misclassified or something like that. Right, right. Well, there you go. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure this is very related to this, but Sandy just texted me saying that there's a new show called Fuckboy Island. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a hit. So do I. I'm... I'm. I have to watch that. I think I do too. I don't have a choice. Fuck boy, I'm just I, a man. I bet you are. Lee's on the show. It, <laughs> I'm on that island. Damn, Pakistan. Ali's on that train. No, I'm not on that train anymore. If anyone is on that train, is Miss Love. Hmm? Yeah, the guy making vape smoke rings. Who'd have guessed he's a fuckboy? <laughs> that is not <laughs> accurate. Is Isn't it? Na- no. Wait, is that your guys' take on female genital mutilation? <laughs> I mean, how many times you love fucked? Pretty I mean, much. well, that's our take on everything, isn't it? <laughs> I suppose I think, it's probably the best because we don't know shit about like. I think it's a horrible practice that shouldn't be allowed. Like, it's if it, I don't know what to. What do you say, right? Like, what do you say, really? Yeah. You hope it doesn't happen, and like, why? Some crazy shit. I think male 
I think male circumcision is barbaric. Like Kramer said, it's a barbaric act. That's actually uh, also a school of thought now. That uh, uh, Look, I'm of the opinion bad. that you should get circumcised. I'm doing it to my kids purely because I'm not looking at any unhooded boys in porn. I'm done with it. I click off instantly if I see it. It looks like a dog's cock. You are a strange young man. So you don't mind it. Dude, I had an argument with my girlfriend about this exact thing. She was like, because I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it to my but again, male kids. Um, and she was like, Why? Like (laughs) you aren't even Muslim, like, why do you care? And I was like, Well, because my dad did it, his dad before him did it, and his dad before him did it, so my son's gonna also have to go through it. Hell yeah, Lee. Traditionalist as fuck. Yeah. But I think the literature says that it's the best and the healthiest way is to teach kids from a very young age how to clean their penis Jesus. and not get circumcised. Because if I you think don't. People figure, can figure that one out. I don't yeah, know. Well, I didn't. Well, In the hard way. You're a Old dorsal slit Geordies. They, I, dude, they did that on you for a meme, dude. I'm sorry to tell you. That was just a bit of a lull. And. It was funny. <laughs> and there's and a side a lot of memes as well. There you go. Mm. So I've got no issue with it. I really do think that unless someone can prov- show me a bunch of uh, pictures of little Jewish boys with half a penis, oh, I'm getting where? the circumcision from my, <laughs> my kids. Fuck, where? Male or conversation? Here's another added bonus for getting circumcised if you're a boy. Apparently, what? you lost longer in bed. Yeah, I think that's true. But you know why? Because just like with women, it does for pleasure. <laughs> yeah, I think it does. It well, does. I think that's true. It does. That's what they say. I think I remember saying that to my dad. What if it reduces the pleasure? And my dad was so angry at that question for some reason. He said, mate, if I had any more pleasure in the bedroom in my life, I'd be on the wall being like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, right. It just means if he had even 4% more pleasure, which I think is how much it dulls your pain oh, right. activity. Mm. If he had 4% more, mm-hmm. he'd be on the wall incapacitated like a soldier that got his leg blown off in Iraq. And I don't doubt him. I bet he probably is. <laughs> That's a weird thing to say, though. He's saying, yeah, like, my dad is the original fuckboy. <laughs> I think it's. I wouldn't be surprised if he's Island, a Island is a... as an original coach, just being like, yeah, did you get the number? Make sure you put the hat back, which, mate. Back in the day, our island was bigger. It was called all of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't forget Tasmania. I had some fun there. <laughs> All right, boys. Should we end the pod? Uh, yes. Tune in to the Uplate podcast. Make sure that you sign up where I will be arguing more about nuclear power. And we will <laughs> be going... My dad's penis more as well. <laughs> and we'll be going into COVID lab leak theory. And we'll be going into other COVID-related stuff, which we are afraid to talk about yes this, they can't get us on can they get us on patreon well not yet yeah probably if anyone could be bothered to listen uh. <laughs> so that's even more incentive if you hate us 
Make sure that you sign up so that you have shit on us. Don't say that for fuck's sake. He's just kidding. He's a comedian. Ha ha ha. Lots of laughs. Let's no, just, but okay, I honestly, I'm very proud of the product that is the Uplate podcast. I truly think that it is my favorite and finest artistic contribution. Where I mean, else can you hear a man shit live on Zoom? It doesn't <laughs> happen enough. It, ne- it never happens. That's groundbreaking. We should have been able to retire off that pod, but we do it for you people because we love you. All right. So that means sign up <laughs> to Friendly Geordie's podcast, Patreon. Hey, how many patrons do we have for it? Yeah, how many are you at? Uh, we've got close to 1,000. Shit. Hey, whoever gets the magic, 1,000 will get <laughs> Miss Love's personal guarantee of a hot steak dinner. <laughs> we all it's know been... he always fulfills his promise. <laughs> it has been you know a what? while. It's, you know what it should be? He is, there should be a budget Game of Thrones, a, a, a Game of Thrones porn to reflect how much pussy he gets in real life. And he should star in it. And he should be one of the Lannisters, like a, a, a ripoff of the Lannisters. And he should be somebody who's like his catchphrase in the porn is a Balabragic never pays his debts. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. On that note, we'll see you guys next week. And the cool ones amongst you, we'll see you. <laughs> see ya. Bye. See you guys next week.